1: Watch the sport, let us cook. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with Delivery. Rotoflex, world-leading biomechanical design by Blunston. Stability meets the freedom to move. Available at participating retailers now. Kick back and relax. It's time for The Run Home with Kirsten Beave.
2: Good evening, great to have you listening right here to The Run Home, thanks to Delivery. it is Wednesday the 1st of February and it is just gone after 5 o'clock. Uh, we've been talking about improvements to Super Rugby, how can we make it the premier competition in the rugby world? Tony's got a suggestion mix players into different teams just like the IPL have done, thank you very much for that suggestion Tony, Michael says look at the Six Nations, they've introduced shot clocks they've banned uh, the Chats pre-lineout to speed up rugby no more huddles before a line-out
1: looking forward to this uh, seeing you have a shot you clock. Watch it now. oh I like the six nations I like the romance the theatre it's not great rugby I've always said this <laughs> but I know because people say it's the greatest competition in the world it is just it's the day it's in its history like when England plays Scotland you know we've all seen Braveheart you know you can see your pre-match game Talk, if you have a Scottish coach, is easy. Um, and then the French and the English rivalry. The Welsh playing the Irish this weekend, and that is spicy always. And a lot of it's centred around Gaddy getting the archer from Ireland all those years ago, and mm. then he never let that go. And
2: Great stories. It's
1: great stories. So, like, they're going to Cardiff this weekend, and they haven't got a great record there. And obviously they'll be raging hot favourites. I... I don't think it's beyond the realms.
2: That's the most excited I've seen you talking about rugby for a very long time, and this is what we need you to be like all year long, B, when we're talking about super rugby as well, and we want you to have your say how we can make super rugby even better. double three is the number to get through on the text line. Coming up on the Makers menu, thanks to Delivery, we're going to talk about super rugby in just a moment with Justin Nelson. Plus, we have a $150 TAB bonus bet voucher to give away when we play Drive to Survive. Set the clocks. That is happening at about 5 After six, we cross the ditch and chat to Barney and the Professor. We've got former all-white Jacob Spoonley coming on as well, and we're going to go through Eddie Jones' press conference. 40 minutes of absolute gold yesterday. Now he's on the front and back page of every paper, both sides of the Tasman, isn't he? This is exactly what Australian rugby wanted when they signed him. That is the Macca's menu. Thanks to Delivery, delivering your Macca's favourites straight to your door.
1: This is the Run Home feature interview, thanks to Mick Delivery.
2: Yes, we're very lucky. He's one of our own here on SENZ, of course. He's done uh, the basketball commentary and uh, our basketball show as well. He's got more than 30 years' experience in the sports broadcasting industry, and now he's the head of commercial and events for Sky Sport. Justin Nelson, great to have you back on the program. How are you?
0: Hey, I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Great to be with you.
2: Thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate your time, Justin. Uh, And in your new role as well, you'll be very interested in the conversation we're having today to make Super Rugby better. Um, So I guess, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing at Sky.
0: Well, I think it's about analysing and looking at all things sport and how we can be better and grow and create more fandom because more fandom creates more viewership and more interest. So... When you put all of those things into a melting pot, you know, the wonderful thing about sport is it's a great connector. It doesn't matter mm. where you are in the world, doesn't matter where you are in your life and what you're doing. It's a great connector. It's there to be enjoyed, it's there to socialise, and it's there to bring people together. And we're certainly no different in terms of what we do at Sky as well.
2: When you look around the world, you look at different leagues and different sports, who do you think is doing it well?
0: Well, people's attention has become the most valuable commodity. In the world that's what everybody is chasing they're chasing people's attention and in sport those people are fans Mm -hmm. and you know you look around the world and and what we're seeing at the moment you know certainly the premier league uh today closing the the transfer window so much interest so much buying from media and fans and it's, um, it's such an exciting thing when you're looking at uh, players moving teams and uh, what's my team going to look like on the other side and who am I going to recruit and who are we drafting and all those things we see in the Premier League and the NBA. The NBA does an exceptional job of it. The NFL um, and certainly in our own backyard in this territory, the AFL do a great job in that space as well.
1: Justin, i just listen to what you're saying there and, and I've sort of long had the thought of it too. It's not necessarily the product is in the sport, is it? I mean, people can take or leave some of those sports you've mentioned. I, I look at, and talking about our backyard, obviously I'm not across the AFL as much as someone like yourself would be, but I look at the N- NRL. And, I mean, you can get some absolute bludges of games in the NRL, but what they do around it, uh, the hype, and uh, I guess the what they do with the broadcasting, it just makes it must-watch, doesn't it?
0: You're always going to get good and bad
1: games. It doesn't matter what sport you play. It doesn't matter what the contest.
0: You're always going to get games that are, are thrilling, high level. Sometimes they're a dour struggle. Sometimes you know they converge on the point uh, of being disinteresting. But it's about what you put around, what you're saying mm. is spot on, the socializing, the aspect where people can engage with a sport and do it in a way where they can socialize with their mates that's the integral part of sport right now. Try and make it competitive. Try and make it balanced. Yes, you'll get good games. Sometimes you'll get bad games. But again, if it's something that people can connect with through tribalism and through socialising with their mates, and don't forget, 90% of people go to events to socialise. That's what we do as human beings. That's what people are chasing.
2: Beaver has an idea to make Super Rugby better. We've been asking uh, all of our listeners today and and he's come up with a suggestion of a Super Rugby draft. Do you think something like that would work in Super? (laughs) And and what about a transfer window?
0: Well, I can tell you now, uh, anyone who has has been listening into all the stuff that I rabbit on about in sport, um, it's the first thing that I'd change. It's the first thing that I'd bring into Super Rugby. I've I've been pretty vocal about it. Um, I've lived... Much of my sporting life and fandom through drafts, mm. I mean, the AFL brought this in 30-plus years ago. It's not new. Now, the NFL, the NBA, they've had it for decades. People today want to connect. The young audience today wants to connect with fantasy. They want to connect with drafts and trade windows and changing things up. This is all about innovation and immersing people in their game. You have to move the, the, the needle, the fan needle, from being passive Viewers, passive fans, into tribal fans. And I think a draft would be fantastic. I think a transfer window would be excellent. And I think combines and looking at that next generation of talent coming through.
2: Oh, the combines would be phenomenal, wouldn't they?
1: Yeah, well, the funny thing what you're talking about there, Justin, is when Super Rugby first started and for a long time, they actually had a draft where they all sat in Wellington uh, and they were only allowed to protect very much a playing 15 and then everyone else was on the market. And you think now, you look back at that now, wouldn't that have made great television? And, uh, oh. and fan engagement. If You had cameras watching the five... What
2: happened to that? Oh,
1: it got cut because of centralised contracting. Right. Because so, guys, then started getting contracted to the actual franchises as opposed to New Zealand rugby. But could you imagine that, mate? The, the theatre of watching the five super oh. rugby coaches. You'd be hooked. Yeah.
0: Locked on. Yeah, look, it was only probably six weeks ago where I'm sitting in, in the lounge room in my house in Wellington and I'm tuned into the AFL draft that went for three nights three, (laughs) and I couldn't wait to get home and switch on the computer log in and watch the draft unfold I was captivated by it Um, these days if you look at the AFL as a system there is a mechanism for teams to protect or have an opportunity to protect father-son selections academy selections Uh, but the system they have there is if another team bids or drafts one of those players I should say you have a chance to counter that by bidding on that player and using accumulation of points from other draft selections you have so it's a very very good system and I can tell you now as a consumer it absolutely sucks you in and I think there's an opportunity to do that here with Super Rugby I really do.
2: It's fascinating isn't it Uh, we had another listener uh, suggest that uh, an IPL type auction which is sort of like what you're talking about
0: Yeah, I mean, there's different ways of doing it, but I guess what we're seeing and what we're learning from these competitions overseas Mm. is this is what fans are connecting with. This is what they want from their leisure time. This is how they want to invest their time in sport. The, the, The AFL, one in 23 Australians, one in 23 are paid up, fully paid up members of an AFL team. It's about 1.1, 1.2 million people. Wow. If we had the same here for rugby, for super rugby in New Zealand, that would be 217,000 paid-up members of a super rugby team here in New Zealand. Imagine that.
1: You wouldn't have any issues getting people to grounds then, would you?
2: You'd be sold out at every every game.
0: Well, not only that, but imagine the money coming into the ecosystem of those mm. teams and that then flows onto players and Um, facilities and you know what you can put back into fan engagement and deliver to fans uh, for that in-game experience as well so that's where we need to get to I think that's where we can get to I don't buy into the game is broken I just buy into the fact that I think that we can uh, take fans from being immersive to tribal and I think that's the next big step for us here in New Zealand not just in in rugby but I think in other sports as well the opportunities there
2: That's a fascinating conversation. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us, Justin. We appreciate your knowledge uh, and taking time to chat to us on the show.
0: Hi, thanks for having me.
2: Thank you so much. Doing a wonderful job as well as the head of commercial and events for Sky Sports Sky. Very, very lucky to have someone. Mm of Justin Nelson's calibre, and so are we right here on SENZ as well. That was interesting, wasn't it, B? Yep. That was very interesting. When you when you hear it, it sounds so simple, and you think, well, why isn't it happening? And really, what are the chances that this is going to happen? And what sort of timeline are we talking? They're not just going to turn around and say, we're doing this next year, No,
1: they? no. And a couple of things that fascinate me, the draft thing. Like, yeah. yeah,
2: and the combine.
1: The, the combine. The
2: combine. We all want to see. A, we all want to see the hundred fastest yes. athletes line up and see who will win that race.
1: And and for those who may not follow American sport, combine is essentially where they get over the, the next generation coming and they and they literally fitness test them. But yeah. you watch it and uh, and they take. <laughs> Probably, I guess American sport might be a little bit different to say our rugby, where you've got to have a you've got to be able to play the game. But they take a huge amount out of the combine, don't they? In American sport, through for, for their athleticism. But a few things that Justin mentioned for me uh, stood out. Obviously, the draft, like it solves so many problems. He talked about a competitive competition. You instantly get a competitive competition if you can't stockpile. If you have to relinquish...
2: Does that mean Kiwis would be playing for Australian no, teams?
1: No, no, no. I still say
2: But it would have New to Zealand. if this is a draft and you're talking super rugby, that means you could go to any of those 12 teams, whether it's Moana Pacifica or oh, Australia. Would, it evens out the competition, doesn't it? It makes things more interesting.
1: No, but if we had six good New Zealand teams, including Moana... That's what I'm saying. I would, I'd still keep the draft just in New Zealand. and and you So you'd have Aussie to. would
2: have their own and New uh, Zealand would have their, have their own.
1: Aussie can have their own. Aussie can do what they want. We're just playing the same competition. But Because it, it, right now, name me a New Zealand team that can win the competition this year. Rosatis yes. and Blues. Yes. You're, Chiefs. You're stopping it there? Chiefs? Okay. Just those three. Just those three. Yeah. I guarantee if you get a draft... You can throw in the other side. Yeah, three.
2: exactly. But but you can't just have a New Zealand draft and then what? Australia are still in the same position. They still don't have the players. They you, you still get, have too many teams. Yeah. So it's not competitive. You won't
1: get them into bed. But suddenly you've got six teams. You've got the Brumbies. You've got the jury. That's eight. Yeah, suddenly you have got a decent competition. You've
2: got eight and six of them come from New Zealand. Yep,
1: but but that's all of a sudden. But I mean, the NBA, they have a draft, but not every one of them is in the NBA. Um. So the, the thing that... He mentioned too, the social aspect. People go to make a day of it. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, and it's the same reason the Wellington Sevens died, this country doesn't really allow it, like like other countries. Like you you play, when you play overseas, the restrictions restrictions are ridiculous in this country, and and bar owners and local councils or local event organisers, not local councils because everyone's enforcing restrictions, but local bars, local guys who put on events, we we'll tell you it's just not worth the hassle. You go to you go to big games overseas, entire precincts are locked down, and people are drinking on the streets and making a day of it. And I, I don't mean to keep coming back that alcohol solves everything. No, but it makes it makes an atmosphere and it makes an event because people these days they could go to a concert on Saturday night and but not sit never in the see
2: people that are absolutely out of control from in America anyway. People are having fun, but you don't see them absolutely.
1: Because, they're not, their chops. because They've got
2: their own designated exactly. drinking bars and areas that they can watch the game from, hang out with their mates, probably not even watching the game, but they're enjoying it, they're there and they're having fun. Now, well, and go, then you've got the families that are in the next stand.
1: Well, I'll go back to that Dubai event that I went to. There was bars and things all situated around the, on the field. field. <laughs> on the field, and around the field. And it was like, yep, the World Series Sevens is happening right there. Yeah. And you go in to be a part of it, but you're also having fun out the back. Because there's facilities for you to do it. So, and the tribalism is another one for me. I mean, I, I hate I still think we missed the trick when COVID hit. We could have blown up Super Rugby and gone full noise tribalism again. We've, we we can't go back to that. It's not going to happen. But we we very. I, I think we got to be very careful around. But tribalism, we keep trying to... Tra- when
2: you say tribalism, what do you mean?
1: I mean, you're born in a particular area, and that's your team.
2: But then you can't have a draft. You can't have tribalism as and a, supporter, a draft.
1: As a supporter. Of course you can.
2: Yeah, but you live in an area, of course you're going to support that team. Yeah. Why wouldn't you?
1: It's so, at the moment, we, you, we keep trying to blow things up and destroy our own history. Like, for example, the NPC teams have huge amounts of history. Mm. Super Rugby, 20, 25 years old. And we keep changing the thing on that is because, oh, we've, we've lost South Africa now. People are going to look back in the history books and look at Super Rugby and go, who's this um, Northern Bulls team that won the uh, 1999 Super Rugby competition?
2: You've got to stay stick with
1: it. 100% you do. You've got to build history. Mm. You, like You look at that European Championship. Uh, what's well called the Champions it used to be called the Heineken the Champions League now yeah. that La Rochelle won it that is that powerful a competition that there's no home final they will say now right I don't know their first year, so won, it's but just
2: like Super Bowl
1: it's like Super Bowl it's in Edinburgh
2: so you can bid for
1: and there will be 80,000 people and it could be two French teams
2: which is amazing
1: I don't La Rochelle won it this year and where they win it they won it in Marseille or something like that but that's where the final is always going to be it's either at Twickenham or the Aviva and it's full houses and it's just because of the competition has history. Could you imagine that Super Rugby gets to a point where, right, this year's final is going to be at Waikato and it's going to be the Crusaders playing the Brumbies and it's a full house?
2: Yeah, you book it out. You know, yeah. I want to go to that. It's just like and, so, NRL Grand Final or something. Yes. Yeah.
1: And of course, I mean, Hamilton would sell out in a second if people knew that they could go on a weekend there and maybe, just maybe their team might make the final. Yeah, it's
2: just that they'll be selling their tickets a week before the <laughs> final. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you make of all this super rugby chat. What do you make of a draft, a transfer window, a combine? Uh, what do you think? Double eight double three on the Temperin Ped Post text line would love to hear from you. Or give us a call 0800 on the Makita New Zealand phone line. Don't forget, every caller just on the run home between 4 and 7pm every time you give us a bell and tell us a cracking story uh, or share uh, something with us you go in the draw to win a $250 Makita New Zealand voucher.